Hi to everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. I'm back with my girl, Kayla Rojo, who's doing amazing things, helping on, on average, 30 families plus a month, building an agency, coming off her best week, best month ever, backed by her best week one ever, which means that the growth is insane. Um, a lot of momentum. But it all started with your consistency in sales, Kayla. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you. Um, I do want to talk about, you know, some of your aha moments, but I want to talk about how those aha moments led to your consistency in sales. We knew, I met you three years ago or so, and you knew from the time you came over here that you had the, the, the talent to sell and help 10 families a week. Would that be fair? Absolutely. And matter of fact, at that time, you were basically joking about it. You know, like, like almost like I'm so talented, I just, I can help 10 families any week I want to go out there and do it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> as good as that feeling might have been, how did that work out for you? It was a roller coaster. It, the <laughs> toughest season of my life, for sure. Can you explain that you, to the audience listening? Yeah. So I, I came from a captive practice company, right? And I wasn't making any money, but I was producing at a really high volume, so they fed my head. I was drinking the Kool-Aid. So then when I got brought into our business here and I realized what I could do, I was drinking the Kool-Aid even more. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I could go do it anytime I want. Like, I don't have to work on a schedule. I don't have to do it like everybody else. I'm talented. Who cares? Like, I know how to talk to people. That was the worst mistake I ever made. That was the worst mindset I've ever had. <laughs> My first week with, with us, I did 18 families, and that was in, like, a four-day period. So, like, wow. my head was inflated, <laughs> inflated. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's go on vacation. And me and my kids took off. And then I came back, and I did, like, 13 families in six days. And then I hit a really big point in my life where I got separated, and then now I'm on my own. And I wanted to hoard my money. I wanted to be able to just sit there and wallow and be sad because I'm like, it's fine. I'll be fine. I should have been going to work. Mm. And I had to get shook by my upline a little bit because he told me, like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I could just go out and make it whenever I want. Like, I just got to go to work. And he said, you're in a position here. This is the only industry in the world that you can outwork any problem you're in. You don't understand that. I was like, dang, he's right. And then you know what happened two days later? I got smacked with, with 10K of chargebacks. Wow. And I was like, what is this? I never, like, huh? <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> Man, like, my head went down. There was no more ego. <laughs> there was no more ego. And my upline's like, hey, this is why I told you, you have to consistently go to work. Now what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I can't buy leads now. I don't have, what What am I supposed to do? I'm done. I can't do it. Now we're probably like three, 
three months into the business and I'm like, oh my God, the, the captive company was right. I let my head get so big. I'm not really good at this. And I allowed a lot of self, self-doubt to kick in. And that's because I wasn't feeding my brain. You see, something we think when we become independent is that we're on our own. And mm. I think a lot of the times we don't use all of the resources that we're given and all of the trainings. It is so important to keep consistent people around you. If you're around a bunch of people who are content with what they're doing and they're comfortable, you're never going to grow. Your atmosphere is everything. So then it became a point of realizing I had to change everything around me. And if I wanted to be different, I had to act different. I had to change my surroundings and I had to get real serious. And at this point I was by myself now. There was, my money wasn't play money anymore. Mm. I was in survival Mm. mode. So then I had to become consistent. I had to get a dedicated schedule where I wasn't allowing anything to come in and disrupt it. And no matter what, I was spending X amount of days doing what I had to do. Then I went through the transfer of field sales to telesales, mm-hmm. and it's a whole different beast. You think, mm-hmm. okay, I'm real good in the field. I'm going to come well. in here and do the same thing. No, absolutely <laughs> not. It's a, it's a brand new beast. So then you go through a brand new learning curve. But the thing about telesales, instead of driving around and putting miles and wasting gas for 12, sometimes 16 hours a day because Let's be real here. All of your appointments aren't local. Sometimes I, I live in Michigan. So I live in a lower poverty area. Anything local is not an area that I'm going to be able to really help people. So I'm driving three and four hours away and three and four hours back every day. I'm never seeing my kids. Then my car breaks down and it's like, okay, you have to, you have no choice. There's no hybrid. There's no working three days in the field, three days on the phone. No, girl, you got to jump all in and you got to give it everything you got. So that was in June last year. Uh, no, May. In May, I helped two families. Mm. I <laughs> two, and that was God giving me the reality check that I needed. Wow. I really had to pull it together and realized my daughters were watching every single thing I was doing, and kids feel energy. They were feeling me go through this struggle over and over on this roller coaster cycle. And something that really hit hard for me when I only helped two families in May, when I was, my oldest daughter is five now. When she was born in September of 17, I remember going to Walmart that year for Christmas, and I had to steal something for her. That was my only, I didn't have anything else I could do. And after that, I sat in May, I sat in my office in my house, and I said, you're about to be in that same position. How could you allow that to happen? And it was all because of inconsistencies. So when we speak of being consistently consistent, that's what changes everything. So I put in the work. 
meaning mm. from June 1st through August, the last day of August, I spent 12 hours a day on the phone. Wow. After you put in the work to master your yes. craft is when yes. you can set a more realistic schedule. Yes, ma'am. You cannot think that you can do four or five hours a day on the phone and have the same results as everyone else, especially when you're brand new. And that's what I was doing. I was becoming brand new. From June to August, I helped 60 families. Wow. From two to 60. And then I was able, instead of being in the field, and I know this is more sales-based, but then I was able to teach 30 other people how to do it at the same time. Huge. Huge. It changed everything for us. My thing is, is I always wanted to be able to help moms because we're always categorized to be moms and be at home. And the dad goes to work. Well, we're in 2023 and two incomes is required to make it work usually. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to put um, another single mom in a position to make what two incomes usually make by herself, whoa. Now I got four moms on there. And let me tell you, Mark, moms work hard. We work really, really hard. So no doubt. being able to put other women in positions like this, makes you work even harder. So now I have people watching me and it made me be even more consistent because I can't let them down. Mm -hmm. mm. It's funny what that would do, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we all need Sometimes, it and it's all good. Mm, I realized that like my mental was in a position where I didn't know if I wanted to help myself, but I knew I had to help my daughters. So I had to do this to help my daughters. And if I wanted to equip my young daughters with tools to be a leader when it's their time, I had to be able to equip other women with that. So even if I didn't want to help myself, I had to help myself to help other people. But that changes everything. This is why we tell mm -hmm. people. And this is, and you talk, you know, you said it earlier. We were talking earlier and you were talking about we hire from day one with the with the with the candidates, right? Yes, sir. We've always hired from day one, Kayla. You want to know why? Because we know, we know that people need people to perform with and people to perform for. And as you Absolutely. are saying to me right now, if you would have hired from day one, do you know how much different your performance would have been? Oh my God. <laughs> A lot different, right? It makes me want to kick myself. Yeah, it makes me want to kick myself, but then I have to realize I wasn't ready, and God had lessons mm -hmm. for me to learn. But think about this, though. I want to. I agree, but I want to bring this point home. The moment you started hiring people that were looking to you for help, you you figured out faster how to get your act together. Yeah. Yes or no? Absolutely, a hundred percent. It wasn't like you wasn't, like you said I wasn't ready. The truth is we all have lessons to learn. God still has lessons that I need to learn, that Sean Mike needs to learn, that Brian Adams needs to learn, that <laughs> there's still lessons that we all have to learn. Make sense? But Absolutely. the revelation came with hiring some people that looked to you for help, realizing, okay, 
to I need to be consistent no longer for me but for them. That is a magical lesson that you can only learn when you do what you did. Hiring someone else, hiring people that are looking at you. Because you could sell yourself forever on not hiring people because you're not ready. But it's funny how when you hire people, you get ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. So what is your thought? when you We're talking a lot of new agents right now. If, 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 if a new agent is listening to this, you know, what, what, are, what, are some, what should they be taking away here? What are some nuggets that, that, that really did um, escalate this for you in your mind? This isn't a sales position. If you come into this thinking it's just a sales position, that's the path you're going to stay on, and a sales position is a commission roller coaster. Mm. This is a business, and you have to treat your business like a business. That means our lead cycle, if you don't have an office, you know what I mean? Your lead cycle should be treated like rent on your office weekly. Mm-hmm. That can't stop. That can't stop. That's not an option. You cannot have a business by yourself. All successful businesses have multiple people in the organization. You need people around you. We're human. And you have Huge. to look at your circle and really it's uncomfortable. And that's the only way you're going to grow. <laughs> the only way. And you can't take everybody with you. You can't. Everybody can't come with you. And coming to terms with that and realizing some people are only there for a season of your life, it doesn't mean you're leaving, the, leaving them behind. You have to put in the beginning, you have to put yourself in a position where you are so selfish with your time that you're only around people who are continuously trying to get better or you're going to get sucked into the hole of being mediocre. Wow. Plugging into systems, being on every training, no matter how repetitive it is. Until you can speak that training, until you can run a bullpen just like John Manzella, until you can run a training day just like Mark Mead, until you can run a telesales platform the way that serves the people does, you have to be there. You have to show up. And once you get the hang of it, that's when you have to start implementing with your people. And we're given the system to be able to have our people learn that journey with us. And that's where the most impactful bonds are made. When you're learning and you're in the mud with your people. So that means that your warm market that you don't want to talk to, that you're kind of, ah, I don't know, like I don't want to be that guy at the barbecue. Dog, you got to just do it. Because you don't know who that person can lead you to that's going to help you grow, and you need people to be consistent, period. And you don't. You also don't know what that person is going through. You don't know if that, how bad yeah. that person might need this um, because – you know, basically, Kayla, what we're talking about is making, you know, a, a, some money on the side of what you're currently doing, not quitting everything you ever knew and, and going full time. So it's a part time, oppor- it's a lucrative part time opportunity 
You know how many people are interested in the lucrative part-time opportunity? A lot. Absolutely. If they, if they don't know. A lot of times they don't know that it exists. And you got to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. You got to meet people where they're at. And something that really, really impacted me was Steve Means told me back when I was. It was so mundane running product training. Okay. And I felt like uh, I was just uh, a uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, all these people care about is me talking about products. Like, I'm not doing anything for anyone. And then Steve called me, and he said, where was your energy today? And I'm like, what? It's products. What do you expect me to be hee-hee-ha-ha about? Like, what's motivational about products? <laughs> he said, uh-uh, be quiet right now. What are you doing? And I was driving, and he made me pull over. And he made me close my eyes, and he said, Kayla, because of what you're teaching these people, they're going to feed their family steak and lobster. They're going to pay their mortgage. They're going to be able to fill the fridge with groceries. It's more than that. Mm. And that was, that was as real as it could have ever got. Wow. I absolutely love it. When you, when you think about, you know, maintaining, this started with your inconsistency. It, came, it became mm-hmm. into something consistent, and you, 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 you traveled us through your journey of field to teller and putting in the time last summer to get to the consistency level you needed to get to, and now you're there. You know, you're helping 30 families a month. You bit down. You kind of starved your distractions. You fed your focus, you know. Absolutely. What is it? What does it feel like on the other side of inconsistency? Being consistent every month and actually growing your business—it's so hard. It's easy to be like, "Oh my goodness, it's so great." It's so hard. You don't think that there's days that I want to like today. It's really sunny. It's so pretty and in Michigan. We don't get that many nice days. You think I want to be inside? I absolutely do not. <laughs> but I know that if I go outside and I don't put in the work that I have to put in, I'm going to be back in that spot, and I don't ever want to be back in that spot. So you have Mm. to continuously dangle a carrot in front of you to reach a new goal to keep you focused, or it's just as easy to fall right back inconsistent. That's the truth. But it feels absolutely amazing to actually set a goal and hit it, and then set another one and hit that one too. And then before you know it, you're hitting the goal before you – you set it, and that's how you know your goals are too small. And then you level true. up, and that's when the growth really starts. That's crazy. But consistency, listen, inconsistency is hard. Consistency is hard. <laughs> Choose your heart. Bad. You know what I'm saying? You chose Bad. your heart. You know what I'm saying? You chose your heart. You realize that discipline is hard, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's easy to ride. <laughs> You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. It's easier to ride than, than inconsistency, <laughs> than a lack of discipline. And you know what it, I mean? That, that's that's yeah, harder to ride. <laughs> yep. And with sales, you know, it's very easy to look at your day that you've made 1,500 dials and no sales and got hung up on 150 times and somebody didn't want to give you their social, you couldn't get banking from this person, and you're really beat up. But you cannot focus on that because it will be even easier to be inconsistent. You have to look at it in the monthly standpoint. You can have a bad day. You can have a bad week. You can't have a bad month. 
as long as you stay consistent. Dude, you are, you are, ooh, the metamorphosis, the metamorphosis. (laughs) Um, I'm so fired up, Um, and I am just thrilled that you've been able to bless us on this podcast. I thank you so much for your contributions, your dedication to growth, and what you're doing to help your people, which is in turn helping more clients, Kayla. So it's very impressive. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you Thank you, everybody, for getting on and listening. Jumpstart Podcast. Appreciate you. Thank you, Kayla. God bless. No problem.